The director of the University Hospitals Lab, where freezers broke down and harmed 4,000 embryos and eggs, is offering his version of what happened, and it is scathing. The two women, dubbed the vaccine queens, are doing the job of the negligent Cuyahoga County Board of Health and working to get vaccines for homebound people. And Asian Americans in Ohio were dismayed by John Houston's use of the term Wuhan virus and his refusal to apologize or acknowledge the legitimacy of their concerns. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Monday, April the 5th. It's the home opener for the Indians, a virtual holiday in Northeast Ohio. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. In a scathing affidavit filed in Jaga County Court, the former director of the Embryology Lab at University Hospital's Ahuja Medical Center blamed administrators and staff for the 2018 freezer malfunction that rendered 4,000 embryos and eggs non-viable. Dr. Andrew Botnager said hospital leaders failed to hire enough competent workers to do the job, and the workers failed to properly maintain the cryopreservation tank where the eggs and embryos were stored. Botnager also said he felt the hospital attorneys instructed him not to be truthful in depositions, and he said one attorney urged a witness who had studied the lab to delete a report about the cryogenic tanks. Hospital officials derided the court filing and said they would respond in court. Northeast Ohio's vaccine queens, who have voluntarily helped thousands navigate pharmacy websites and book appointments to receive the COVID-19 vaccine, are now also working to bring those coveted shots to Ohioans who are homebound. Columnist Leila Atassi says the homebound have fallen through the cracks when it comes to vaccines, and the vaccine queens, Stacey Benet and Marla Zwingi, are working to help arrange for pharmacists and first responders to inoculate these citizens in the comfort of their own homes. They are doing the work because Cuyahoga County's health board has failed in a variety of ways during the pandemic and is not doing its job here and helping the homebound get inoculated. Ohio Lieutenant Governor John Houston's use of the phrase Wuhan virus, which has been controversial for a week now, and his ensuing defense has left many Asian Americans in Ohio feeling dismayed. Asian American organizations and citizens told reporter Seth Richardson they did not feel Houston's explanation that he was attempting to criticize the Chinese government sufficiently explained why he felt the need to use a term that many feel is, at the very least, unhelpful or, at worst, could lead to targeting people of Asian descent for violence. It's also made many feel like they don't have a voice, with some saying it seemed like Houston, or even state government as the whole, did not care about their struggles or issues. The term Wuhan virus and the corresponding China virus have been discouraged for more than a year. Health officials say those terms should not be used so as not to cause any unwarranted hate or violence toward Asians. Today is the Cleveland Indians' home opener, a virtual holiday in Northeast Ohio, and the weather outlook is mixed. The temperatures should be fine. A predicted 66 degrees, but we have a 50% chance of rain. 
Our data guru, Rich Exner, says the weather is always chancy for the home opener and his review of the weather for every one of them in history. Rich notes that unlike in some years, we have no chance of snow delaying the game as it did in 1996 and 2007. But he also notes that last year the temperature for the home opener was 82 degrees. That's because it was delayed until July and no fans got to experience it during the pandemic. The game was played in an empty ballpark. Check out Rich's Look Back on Cleveland.com. In a no-touch world of glowing screens, Zoom calls, and virtual reality, it's encouraging to see something indisputably authentic that you can wrap your knuckles on, like a big building made of good old wood. Today, in The Plain Dealer and on Cleveland.com, architecture critic Steve Litt examines Intro, a $145 million Cleveland apartment building rising in Ohio City that will soon, but very briefly, have bragging rights as America's tallest mass timber building, a structure made of glue-laminated columns and beams. Instead of synthetic materials that can look phony or contribute to global warming, Intro will highlight the warm materiality of blonde hem fir and spruce trees harvested in the Austrian Alps near where the hills came alive for Julie Andrews and the Sound of Music. The building will have 288 apartments and street-level retail just south of the West Side Market. It will lose the title of tallest mass timber building to one that will open next year in Milwaukee. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.